Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 305 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for sending your son to save us. Thank you for his teaching while he was here so we can learn more about you. May we learn more today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Mark chapter 10. Jesus blessed the children. I enjoy this rendition of the story because the Amplified Bible says, And he took them, the children, up one by one in his arms and fervently invoked a blessing, placing his hands upon them. We see God's love, compassion for children, and fervent blessings being spoken over them. Let us imitate Jesus' actions here and fervently invoke blessings upon our children. A wealthy man approaches Jesus and asks what he needs to do to inherit eternal life. Verse 21 says, And Jesus, looking upon him, loved him, and he said to him, You lack one thing. Go and sell all you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come and accompany me, walking the same road that I walk. First, Jesus looked at him and loved him. God loves us even with all our faults and limitations. Let us receive his love today. Then Jesus asked the man to give up what he had and walk with him. It's hard to give up what we have no matter what. Each of us has things we don't want to give up, from the morning coffee to the lunch we plan to eat later in the day. If we are asked to give up these things, our attitude will likely take a turn for the worse. We are similar to the rich man who walked away from Jesus, downcast. We become sorely disappointed if we put our confidence in anything other than God. On the flip side, we serve a mighty and almighty God, and there is nothing he cannot do. So let us put our confidence in him no matter what our circumstances in our life look like right now. We start the book of First Peter today. This is the same Peter as Jesus' disciple. He writes about the persecution of Christians at the time under the Roman Empire. He also writes about the grace of God and encourages people to endure until the end. Just as Jesus suffered, they must suffer too. In chapter 1, he writes about being chosen to know God and Jesus Christ. He prays for grace and peace and abundance for the people. He praises God for his boundless mercy so we can be born again. He calls it great gain and a privilege to be counted among the ones who believe in Jesus, and he encourages us to be obedient to the Lord. Verses 15 and 16 say, But as the one who called you is holy, you yourselves also be holy in all your conduct and manner of living. For it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. We are familiar with this last verse because it comes from Leviticus chapter 11, verses 44 and 45. He also reminds us that we are redeemed and ransomed from sin, by something more precious than silver and gold, for we are purchased with the blood of Christ. May we seek to be more like Jesus than the world. May our desires be more aligned with God's desires. We start the book of Lamentation today. The author of this book is often recognized as Jeremiah. Some think it may have been someone else, but it would have had to be someone who saw the ruins of Jerusalem. I will refer to the author as Jeremiah. In chapter 1, Jeremiah sees the nearly vacant city of Jerusalem. He says she has become like a widow. She used to be great, but now she weeps bitterly. She has no allies and her people live in exile. God's affliction is upon her because of her transgressions. She has become an abomination. She feels worse than anyone else ever afflicted. Most of us think similarly about our afflictions. Has anyone had to suffer as we suffer? 
When our suffering seems almost unbearable, we cannot imagine others have suffered more than we have. Jeremiah continues to write about all the weeping, sorrow, and suffering, and then he prays that God will judge their adversaries as he has judged Jerusalem. In chapter 2, the sorrow continues. Jeremiah writes about how God has stood against them. Verse 5 says, The Lord has become like an enemy. He has destroyed Israel. He said he would destroy them if they did not repent. They chose to listen to the false prophets and serve false gods, so Almighty God used their captivity to turn their hearts back to him. The end of the chapter is truly grim as Jeremiah talks about cannibalism and priests being killed in the place where they should worship. The devastation was immense, as God said it would be. May God keep our hearts his for all our days here on earth, and we receive his grace that he has poured over us. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 124. This psalm would have been sung on the fifth step leading up to the temple. It stated that God was on their side when he led them out of Egypt. They remember he blessed them as they would not have escaped without a miracle. Verse 8 says, Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Our help is in the Lord as well. May we lean on, rely on, and trust in him. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Help us trust in you and wait on you. Help us wait on you even when it looks like you may not come for us, because we know you will always come for us. Keep our eyes on you, Father. Keep our hearts yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 